eclipse it even more. You're listening to Two Cents Radio with Rob, Nico, and Nick. This is episode 355, daily show number two for July 18th, 2023. Hi, everybody. I'm Rob. This is Nico. Nick here. Hi. Hello. A little calmer start to today's show than it was yesterday's show. <laughs> yeah, we've all, we've given it 24 hours, took a breather, everybody collected themselves. I'm still seething. Are you? Yeah, sometimes you gotta sleep Nick on can it. hold a grudge, though. I can, yeah, and I am. <laughs> You sleep it off. Did you sleep uh, at any time before from last show to this show? I mean, or were I you just up all night messing with my audio settings again? Just uh, opening and closing his pocket knife. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, just bouncing print- a rubber ball against the wall. <laughs> I printed out pictures of both of you. Nice. And I'm just throwing my knife at them. <laughs> Happy Two Cents Tuesday. It is Two Cents Tuesday. What's in the news today, boys? <laughs> oh, you know. Tuesday related things. People Iran are eating tacos has invaded today. North Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's our, our bit, isn't it? Tuesdays is current, current event Tuesdays. Right. They're always right. I mean, I what else happened? We did- Current event Fridays. I, I think that's a better idea. Oh, I do think that's a better idea. Yeah. That way we can sum up the entire week of events. Mm, sure. Um, we have a new president, obviously, Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We talk about that today. <laughs> if that happens before tomorrow, I'm going to shit my pants. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Nico, we have a lot of power. On this podcast, we really do. We gotta be careful with that fucking monkey spot, dude. With great power comes great responsibility. Oh my god, we killed him! (laughs) Can't just go and say things. Oh, I hope for the best. Oh, Lord, I hope for the best. Oh, I mean. We also lost Tom Cruise overnight. <laughs> How dare you? No, actually, the Screen Actors Guild is on a strike, so he's not in movies. So oh, he's good. Okay, okay. He's not jumping out of any airplanes or anything. He's not. I actually climbing wanted to cliffs. talk to you guys about all the strikes and stuff, I guess. This might be as good a time as any. Yeah, might be. We're, we're never going to see a movie ever again. Well, right? That's my question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is, is, this, is this the boom of the independent movie then? I mean, is this is this independent movies time to step up? And I would love that. I don't know if that's what's going to happen, but there is some talk of it. Yeah, the 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 guild yeah. SAG is allowing some actors to work on hyper independent projects. So there, um, I I have heard a lot of people say. Now I don't know if it's just you know bluster, or just whatever. But people have said like if this goes on too long, it could literally kill the industry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I don't think it's going to go on for that long, to be honest with you, because both I don't guilds are on really strike. Either. So I think they were banking on the writers looking like these, the, the crazy fringe that's ruining it for the rest of the class, you know? But but what does a, a collapse of the industry look like other than something else pops up in its place immediately? Well, right. 
Well, the dirty little secret is that the collapse has happened already. Right. That's the dirty little secret of all the collapse. The collapse of the industry, like as if movies are profitable currently. (laughs) Yeah. It's like they're fighting to save the Titanic after it hit the iceberg. You know, it's like we can get some guys to some boats. But at the end of the day, like we're going in the water. The the most recent event, I guess, that really triggered the actor strike was the development of um, AI being talked about for use for uh, essentially background actors, B-roll actors. Extras, yeah. Extras. They want to film them once, Rob, pay them once, and then use them. For a day's through, minimum. A yeah. Day, one, one day worth of scale. Yeah. Pay, pay them for one day. And then use that actor's likeness as a background actor in perpetuity using AI. So they would just fill in the background with just people through AI. Wow. That's scummy. No, I would like to think that the AI thing is not as big a deal as people are making it out to be. But I don't know. I just watched Guardians of the Galaxy 3 last night, which I enjoyed. Fine. I thought it was okay. I thought it was actually one of the better Marvel things ever. But like... Half that shit was like AI generated, <laughs> like all right. of those backgrounds. Like I think that's actually a great the, example. That yeah, movie, yeah, yeah, there's, yeah. There's a scene in that movie in particular that I thought was simultaneously one of the coolest scenes I've seen in a Marvel movie, and it sucked because it was all computer generated, which yeah. is the hallway fight scene. The hallway fight. It's the uh hallway. when when uh rac- the raccoon guy wakes up and they're fighting down a hallway full of enemies. And Groot oh, pulls sure. out like oh, nine yeah, yeah. guns. Sure, 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 sure. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it was almost like... Um, With the Beastie Boys playing underneath. Right, yeah, yeah. But exactly. not Chunky Monkey. <laughs> it it was almost monkey. like they were trying to go for like a old boy style, like hallway yes. single shot thing. Right. But it was all generated on a fucking computer. So like it was really cool, but also kind of right. lame. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, it's getting to the point now where they're just shooting in living rooms, and the mm-hmm. living rooms are green screened in. Mm-hmm. Like, it's like I, they, yeah. yeah, it's really bad. Which, at that point, I'm like, is it really cheaper to fucking build a living room on a computer as opposed to just finding one? Yeah. Well, I just literally just watched a video. There's a YouTuber called Linus Tech Tips who has built a giant <laughs> studio. Rob, there's this little YouTuber you might not have heard of. He has 11 billion subscribers. He literally <laughs> built my computer, Linus, okay? <laughs> my point is... <laughs> we all know Linus. I Well, maybe not everybody does. <laughs> I certainly know him well. He's a good friend. He built a giant studio to record his... His plethora of videos, because yes, he does have 11 billion trillion subscribers. Um, but he just f- invested in a, a camera switching technology that literally on the fly will do the green screen key out and record that so that there's no like post processing on it at all and he says it looks better than the sets that they've built they green screened in a set that they already used and it looked better on screen through the green screen than it did on the actual set it was it was incredible yeah that (sighs) okay I'm, i'm sure that's true i don't feel that way when i watch a marvel movie like I could tell when the when the living room is not a living room, and I prefer it when it's a living room. Well, so here's the biggest th- thought I had yesterday about this: was uh, 
just being on the set of movies, like making movies, not even talking about the the quality of the film for the viewer. Making movies is not going to be fun anymore. No, I don't oh, think yeah. making movies is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like, think it's been fun for a long time. For a yeah. while. Yeah. You used to have like, you know, if you needed 100 people in your scene, you got 100 fucking people. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? It's now it's just sad. You're just in a fucking studio in a room. There's like right. five people. You can't even chain smoke in those anymore. So right. like can't even chain smoke anymore. Sure. I mean, you can't Jesus. run over an extra with a horse and kill him. <laughs> right. I watch Babylon. Yeah, I can't do any of that shit. Um, um yeah, no, it's I, just I, sad. I I'm I'm with you. Like the the climax, I don't want to spoil it, but like there's the uh, scene between uh Chris Pratt and Zoe Saldana at the end of the movie and it's kind of like the emotional climax of the movie. Because there's like a romantic element, obviously, between the two of them. I'm pretty sure they didn't film that scene in the same room as each other. The way that they shoot it, I could tell, like, just based on the depth of field or whatever, they they walk past each other and they cut at a particular moment so they don't have to overlay them on the screen. And I'm like, oh, they were not in the same room. Wow. During the big love scene. (laughs) It's like, ah, what are we doing? We used to make shit in this country. Like, those are little things, and I understand, like, Disney is only worried about the bottom line, and you're spending $250 million, so you don't want to make it 251 and maybe that's what it'll take to fly Chris Pratt out for a weekend. But I don't know. That shit matters. Like, I, for me, like, maybe not in its individual increments, but the sum of its parts is affected when actors are literally not in the same room as each other for 90% of the movie. It should not take, and it also should not take $250 million to make a movie that, well, yeah, that yeah, means that there's too many people involved. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, they, yeah, there's a lot of bloat for sure. And I, I do wonder if they're, you know, if, if these agreements that the actors are pushing for go through, I wonder if it starts to be seen in, in cutting uh, how much they pay these actors or maybe not getting the biggest name actor for every single movie. Maybe you get some smaller actors in there. But the old trope is like, oh, if you're union, that means you have to hire these 94 other people, even though they may not do anything. Is that is there any truth to that? Like, oh, if you do this, it means that you have to hire 86 of these people to do that. Here's my only experience with a union. In my uh, my life, I used to work at the state capitol in Connecticut. I had a internship there for a while doing video production. We used to film all the legislative sessions and follow the governor around the state and film him doing press conferences. Sexy. Yeah, real fun stuff. <laughs> um, in the legislative building, there are a bunch of chairs in rooms for press press conferences or whatever. Um. If I needed to set up a camera and we needed to move the chairs, we were not allowed to touch the chairs. That was a union job, moving chairs. These are these are foldable metal chairs. We are not allowed to touch them. So we have to call the chair people to come up and move the chairs so we can put our camera where it needs to go. So that is my only experience with union people. So that that's where there's so much bloat then. That's, I don't think that's the only place. I come from a family of blue-collar union people. I know them intimately. I know them well. I know what makes them tick. And I also know their level of uh, energy and enthusiasm for the work that they do. <laughs> I, 
I will just say I, I fall on both sides of the union debate often and it fluctuates every day, depending on how much time I spend with these people. OK, to be fair, both sides of the union debate have very good points. Yeah, no, I, I, I go back and forth. I don't think like I think in in one respect, it's important for workers to have leverage over their employer. Right. Like, and I, I think it's it's important to actually have something that you can withhold from an employer so you can get the best deal for yourself and your colleagues. I also think from like an efficiency standpoint, yeah, of course it's going to get in the way of doing the best work in the cheapest way. Well, it's also it's just it's just pow- it's just power dynamics either way because there's some unions that have more leverage than their employers do. They they have more. Sure. Um so it's it's all just power dynamics. Whoever has the power tends to abuse it. Right. Really, really big unions tend to abuse their power, just like really big corporations tend to abuse theirs. I mean, exactly. it's the problem is the un the union is what exactly the the company the union makes inefficiency and loses money. That's not what the company wants. I mean, they're just in direct competition conflict. with the conflict. That's, yeah, but yeah. that's the point. That's why the union exists. Yeah, that's to, fine. But see, like that's fine to me. I'm just like. Like, to me, I don't even view it as, like, a good or a bad thing. It's just, like, this is how business works. This is how, like, the world operates. Get the best deal for yourself. The company is willing to pay you if it's a good deal for them. And if, listen, if Netflix and Amazon and Warner Brothers or whatever decides that all movies from here on out will be AI written and AI performed by actors, then that's their prerogative. They're not going to decide that because... Well, it'll you know. catch up to them if they do. I mean, yeah, eventually art, artists are worth it. So like it's right. all about like it's free market. I think like but you know the unions though, are still free market at work. That's my point. Maybe artists aren't worth it, though, for the bottom line. Do you know what I mean? Like maybe it is cheaper to make 100 AI generated shows and they'll do well enough. Good luck. You know, good luck. They're, I mean, uh, they're not going to do that. I mean, yeah, they won't be. They they definitely won't be the greats that people talk about. They won't be the next, you know, the Sopranos or Mad Men or whatever that people are going on raving about. But, you know, people watch fucking reality TV garbage on Netflix all the time. They get great. And that's great all news. we're going to get for a while. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, though. People still people still watch The Bear. People still watch Succession. I mean, people still watch these. You know, yeah, no, those will it. be the shows that people talk about that people care about. But yeah. you could still make 100 other shows. Yeah. I mean, listen, nothing would make me happier than if, uh, I mean, Matt Damon and Ben Affleck are doing this already with their new production company. But like if Leo DiCaprio and Brad Pitt just and Meryl Streep just decided we're going to finance these things ourselves. We have the cachet and the money to do it. And we're just going to make it completely independent, you know, free of the studios. And just there's a whole boom of independent movies that come out. I would love that. And, and the reason this is the reason that's a good thing is because. And you find this and like Shyamalan, when you put your own money behind a project, you care about it more. Yes. You could argue one of the biggest problems with the entire Hollywood system is that a lot of the people making the movies just don't care about them because why do they? Why would they? Yeah, because like the majority of the movie is made at a CGI house in Beijing. I mean, and there's also so many people involved. Yes. Who, don't, who are just doing it as a job. They don't care. Yeah. You don't have a stake in it. You don't have a financial stake in it being good or bad. It's like the the, you know, the fourth grip on Ant-Man Quantumania. It has no financial stake in it being good or bad. If it's bad, it's, it's, I mean, clearly all of these movies, Disney is just, they're not making a quality proposition. They're just making a, how many movies can we get out in a year proposition? 
Yeah, but I think that's changing now, too, because of... It sounds like Bob Iger's staying at the head of Disney now for another two years. Oh, yeah. That guy I mean, cannot I, leave. <laughs> Iger is fucking the, the fucking emperor well, in the last Star he Wars. He is. <laughs> it's insane. No, but Iger's a smart guy. He actually, like, he knows what he's doing with that company. He is, and but he announced his retirement in, like, 2016. <laughs> well, they pulled him back because Once the guy who replaced him was, was out. A- they pulled me back in. <laughs> Iger, yeah. Uh, no, uh, yeah, he knows what he's doing, I, and I think he's he's yeah. been through this before. He's been through strikes before. Like, I I think it's like the streamers now that are kind of having a difficult time with these strikes because they're in a different business than a lot of the old studio heads are in. You know, um, but we'll see. Yeah, no, I'd love it. I'd love it if just Netflix went away and we're we just we just take the YouTube model, take the model that's working on social media and TikTok now, and just blow it up. Make it more expensive and make movies that way. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. So Markiplier right now, another big YouTuber, he is making a movie right now. He's making his first actual like real feature length production. Uh-huh. Um, completely written, directed, everything by himself. And uh, he just recently talked about it. he's part of the Screen Actors Guild. And he's like, I'm not actually sure what I'm supposed to be doing. He's like, <laughs> I'm on strike, but I'm funding this movie. So I'm pretty sure it's OK. <laughs> Here's the problem that Nick and I are facing. Man, I'm getting a hard <laughs> echo, by the way. Yeah. Hard ass echo. It's but, okay. It's okay. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to a bachelor party in Toronto with uh, our co-host on the other podcast, Adam. We're, we're going to the Toronto International Film Festival. Nice. Which is like one of the big festivals on the on the road to the Best Picture Oscar. And, you know, normally studios invest lots and lots of money to bring their stars out and their directors to promote these big Oscar movies to show them there. Now we're not sure what's going on with that. Mm. Mm. So we might just be in Toronto bumming around, drinking maple syrup or whatever. Oh, these fucking Canadians and their smoke. <laughs> we got to talk about Canada for a yeah, second. Yeah, we might just go up there, suffocate and smoke and oh come back Oh, my down. God. I got some, I and we have some lovely Canadian listeners on this program, and I love Many the, of them. I would say about, like, a third. Yeah, I would Canadians say a, a third, and they're lovely, lovely people. Apparently, stop burning shit. <laughs> apparently, you guys don't know, and I'm going to tell you something. New technology coming to Canada right now. You can put water on fires to put them out. (laughs) And if you do that, you don't hot box the fucking earth. What Rob is really saying is, can you at least throw like some bushels of marijuana on that fire? So when it gets so when it gets here, we can at least have a good time about it. Yes. (laughs) Can we at least get stoned during the apocalypse, please? I mean, the smoke was terrible yesterday. I haven't looked out yet today, but uh, this weekend it was awful. It just, it was blocking out the sun. We had no sun. Yeah. No, it was like that here. God. Did it turn red over there? It did not turn red. It was very ashy gray and it just, the heavy smell of smoke. Yeah. Yeah. The smell. It smells like a bonfire. It smells like like bonfire and burnt maple syrup. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I still have um I still have my my long covid lungs issue. Nice. Um but you can't smell. No, I I have trouble breathing and I'm coughing a lot. Oh no. And that happened to me last time I had covid. It lasted for like a month and a half. Oh no. 
Um, and yesterday I was out just like mowing my lawn and the air quality was horrible. It was just very not not good. <laughs> yeah, no, not at all. I feel like I have asthma right now. That's what it feels like. Basically. Nice. Nice. Yeah, no. Canada, Canada get your shit together and put out your fires. <laughs> Seriously. They're still raging up there, though, huh? Now they must be, because my God, the smoke was just awful this weekend, especially. It has been the worst summer in terms of, like, outdoor conditions. You know, in terms of temperature, it's been lovely here. It was 59 oh, degrees. It was 59 degrees this morning when I woke up. It's perfect. It's, it's been great here. It's been just muggy and hot. Did and- you see it was like 153 degrees in Iraq yesterday? Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. In one of the airports, it was 100. One of their weather stations reported 153 degrees, but that had to be like right on the tarmac. That camp, like, wouldn't you Yeah, just they burst put a thermometer flames? to the pavement. That's what they did there. Yeah. I feel like you would just burst in flames at that temperature. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Record high temperature. See if I can find it. Ah, the sun. <laughs> I, I love it that hot, though, dude. I fucking love it. I go in saunas now, and I'm like, it's too chilly in here. What the fuck is wrong with you? I go to my gym sauna every day, and when it's like 180, 190, I'm like, ah, I got ripped off today, dude. You need some Wim Hof yeah. in your life. <laughs> you start taking ice baths. I love ice baths, too. But, you know, fake fucking okay. news alert from Two Cents Radio. <laughs> what? I can't. No, fi- I can't find the Iraq thing. Oh no! I swear, I saw <laughs> a headline. Get taken off of YouTube. Even we're not on <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> Spreading fake news. Uh, speaking of some fake news, I saw something terrifying about the Titan sub. Okay. Okay. That James Cameron is making a movie about it? <laughs> yes. No, supposedly there's a leaked transcript of the text messages between the sub and the Polar Prince. Uh, during, they knew, they had alarms going off 19 minutes prior to losing contact with the sub. And they were attempting to, they attempted to jettison the the bottom rack to go up, but they were only rising like 60 feet in five minutes, which is way too slow. They were not rising fast enough as these alarms are supposedly going off telling them that there's a failure happening and then they lose contact with them. If that transcript is true, which it has not been confirmed, it's a quote unquote leaked transcript. But if that's true, they knew there was something wrong and they were trying to surface and they couldn't get to the surface. Uh, I got to be honest, though. I don't know how that makes it any better or worse. It makes it much worse. I think it makes it worse because they they knew something was wrong. Yeah. Your final moments. I mean, you want the final moments to be peaceful. So the thing is about and I watched a guy analyze the transcript and he said that even on the Ocean Gates website, they said that the descent took at least two and a half hours. But at an hour and 45 minutes into this descent, according to this transcript, they were only 300 meters away from Titanic. So they got down there. So they got down there way too fast. Uh... And then 
they uh, attempt, they got these alarms, this real time monitoring system goes off. They got a text from the sub saying the RTM is going off. We tried to get rid of the ballast. It took a couple of attempts on our way up and then they did a depth check like five or seven minutes later and they had only come up like 60 feet like 30 meters which was not fast enough for everything that they had dumped off and then they lost contact so i'm wondering if there wasn't a a slow leak at the surface they collected water inside the sub they went down too fast when they attempted to come up they had they had extra weight with this water that had seeped in at the surface and they couldn't come up and the sub was failing that sucks uh, i don't know this is all off of maybe fake news transcripts i am going to cancel the submarine trip i have planned <laughs> next month going to unbook that airbnb i am not interested in being in a submarine the, yeah, the whole thing still comes down to what lunatic would go on this fucking sub in the first place. Right. I wouldn't even go on a sub that I knew was safe, let alone this thing. So I would get on something that just took me below the surface of the water. We've talked about this. You would go five feet down. That's, That's not a sub. That's goggles. We've talked about exactly. this. Wear goggles. We exactly. <laughs> but I mean, if there was a device like, oh, a group of you can set in this thing and we'll put you down. And you can just sit there and watch the fish swim by. Perfect. I mean, we've got the aquarium. You go to the aquarium, Rob. We call the it. fish tank. We've talked about this at the other show. <laughs> Rob has never put his head in the ocean. No, I've not put my head right? in Your the ocean. Your head has never been submerged in the ocean. I have been in the ocean, but With ankles, right? Yes. Park as you went. <laughs> yes. You're not. You're not missing shit, dude. The ocean sucks. I'm sick of all these people who are like, oh, I love swimming in the ocean. No, the you ocean fucking rips. don't. The ocean fucking rips, dude. The ocean. I like looking at the ocean. I love looking yeah, at the I ocean. Like I love don't setting my feet in, in, the in the ocean. The only way I like being in the ocean is on a boat. Love love a good sailboat. I hate a boat. Uh, But don't put me in the ocean. I don't want to be in that water. Uh, I love going in waves. I love getting thrown around, thrust around by waves. Love that shit. The sharks just swimming around in the ocean like, fuck, I'm going to eat, goddammit. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good audio meme. <laughs> Maybe we can get that trending on something. Sharks be like, I'm hungry. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can get that trending on threads. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You remember how, like, um, two weeks ago, it said Threads was, like, the most downloaded, most used yeah, yeah, social yeah, media? Yeah. It, it, usership has already dropped, like, I five times. I used it about ten minutes the first day yeah. and have not touched it since, yeah. to, be, to be honest. Yeah, everybody's like, it surpassed chat GPT as the most used thing, and now nobody fucking cares about Threads anymore. It's dead immediately. I, can I get some trending topics, at least, on there? Like, I hated the UI of that thing. I didn't even use it. Yeah, I mean, it's I just know. like a really empty looking Twitter. It's just white with like text of mostly accounts I don't follow. It's almost entirely accounts I don't follow. For me, it was all recommended t- threads or whatever because I have no friends that use it. Right. I had a couple that did, but like, I mean, the thing about Twitter though, too, is like the majority of people that use Twitter don't tweet. Right. Like people just sort of use it to keep an eye on the news or whatever. 
Maybe that's how we make our money is we move our content over to Twitter because I saw like all Tucker? these. Yeah, like Tucker. We could become Tucker on Twitter. You think we can get in touch with his people? Yeah. Yeah, maybe get a nice little Twitter production. Get a little payday going. out from Twitter. I saw yeah. they were paying all these content creators. That, in my opinion, is going to make the uh, service unusable. <laughs> and like <laughs> that, like it I'm will. already seeing obvious clickbait from blue checkmark accounts that are just trying to get retweets to get some cash. Yep. I mean, if you just incentivize people to get quote tweet, like quote tweets, particularly not even retweets or likes, but if you can get money via quote tweet, I have a couple things I can rattle off right now that are going to get me some quote <laughs> tweets. I'll tell you that. I can make some bank uh, real quick. God. <laughs> Meanwhile, Twitter is still losing money. Yeah. yeah. It's still siphoning money. Like, but still it's, in the news. So I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm not sure what, like, what they're going for, but they're either succeeding at one aspect or failing at another. I don't know. Twitter is the weirdest anomaly because like every copycat site that has tried to exist has failed. Mm-hmm. And somehow Twitter is still fucking here. How about it just Blue won't Sky? die? How about Blue Sky? Blue Sky. Blue Sky? Who who did Blue is. Sky? The Twitter knockoff. I don't know. Oh my god. There's like Mastodon. There's there. Yeah, that's another one. Yeah, yeah. There's Truth um, Social. That's the only one I know. <laughs> is Trump's exclusivity with Truth Social up yet? He what has some. He has some kind of deal with Truth Social that he has to only be a Truth Social user. You can't use Twitter. I had heard this. I just don't know any of the details. I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking maybe Trump gets back on truth. Uh, but I think I think didn't he kind of? I mean, he paid for it, right? Didn't Trump? I I think he invested. I don't think. I think it's part of yeah. 18 month exclusivity clause with True Social. Yeah. Ended on June 22nd. Oh. Mulling a return to Twitter after Truth Social exclusivity deal expires. Yeah, he. I, I think he's going to come back to Twitter. I don't see it going any other way. Yeah. I know he said publicly that True Social was his only thing and he wasn't going back, but like also... He'll run into Elon at a UFC fight and be like, right. all right, I'm back. <laughs> right. <laughs> Him and Guy um, Fieri will hash it out. <laughs> uh, True Social gets like, I don't know, it gets like... A really pathetic amount of daily users. Yeah, isn't the majority of the of true? I mean, Truth Social exists to be like a press release site for Trump, right? Right. right. People, <laughs> they, people just take pictures of his truths and put them on, on, Twitter. on, on, on Twitter. Yeah, right. Yeah. On Twitter, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't that what it is? Yeah, you know. It's like it's basically a blog spot for Trump, you know. It's, <laughs> it's, it's Trump's blog where he can put little check marks on his friends. It's real Donald J. Trump. Blogspot.com. <laughs> Geocities.com <laughs> slash West Hollywood slash D Trump. The most expensive blogspot website ever made. <laughs> I had a blogspot back in the day. Who didn't? <laughs> I never had a Tumblr, but I because uh, no, I don't think I like, had Tumblr. I didn't understand Tumblr. It was for girls to put pictures of Hello Kitty and Taylor Swift. I think. I mean, I just I, didn't get I it. Still don't understand Tumblr. People still have Tumblr. Is it still yeah, around? Right. It's become uh, really big for porn. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. That's not all it is, but it's become really big for porn. Yeah. 
<laughs> it's because it's one of the it's one of the few social media sites that still allows uh, nudity and pornography on it, basically. Oh, interesting. So like Twitter, I think if Twitter got rid of porn, I, I think Twitter would actually die overnight. Here's the problem with Twitter porn, though. It's like, I'll just be searching for some random ass shit and I'll just just, I'll just You'll see, just see a, like a guy's dick. Yeah. Right. Just like, I don't think I've run across a guy's dick on Twitter. I'll be honest. Oh, it happens with all the it fucking really? time to me. I don't know. Like, yeah. I think it's been I'll happening click on more. Something s- trending. Yes. <laughs> and they'll just be like dicks. I don't it's think like, I've oh, ever oh, seen oh, a penis on Twitter. It's been happening more since. Elon, I think, because they he rolled back whatever algorithms were filtering that shit out. Sure. Um. Yeah, I'll just I'll search for something totally innocent and wow. just see. Wow. You know, a guy ramming another dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you got to stop putting that in your search term. <laughs> yeah. Guy ramming another I dude. Searching, I was searching for something totally innocuous, innocuous like uh, docking or mail right. on mail. Yeah. <laughs> No, I searched L.A. Rams, <laughs> and uh, I didn't. Yeah. How was I supposed to know his name was L.A. <laughs> L.A. Rams Saints or whatever. Uh, <laughs> uh, Jesus, uh, man. Well, then, um, does that do it for Daily Show number two? <laughs> <laughs> you want to end on that? All right, one thing I I gotta I gotta read an email that we got from because anytime anyone sends me an email I, I try to read it on air. Uh, this is from our good pal Carl, who sent me an email saying that uh, Casey Anthony is living a lonely life fifteen years later. Oh, how can I help? <laughs> sent me this topic and he thought it'd be good for two cents here. This is an exclusive on the Messenger News. Uh, Casey Anthony, lonely life, 15 years later. Quote, people hate her and she knows it. Uh, (laughs) Wow. 15 years ago, Casey Anthony was a party girl. She had a string of casual boyfriends, a cop, a bartender, a musician, Nebraskan podcaster. (laughs) She picked up occasional shifts as a shot girl at an Orlando club. She danced on tables, got a tattoo, and even entered a hot body contest. And this was all while her two-year-old daughter, Kaylee, was missing. Now, Anthony, 37. Ugh, gross. 37 years old now. Oh, my, yeah, it was 15 years ago. I, I, guess, I right? liked 24-year-old Casey Anthony. <laughs> Leads a lonely life, her friends tell the messengers. She lives alone in South Florida, rarely goes out. She attempts to launch business. Her attempts to launch businesses have failed. She's tried to apparently Change launch your name, businesses. lady. She's completely estranged from her parents. Her, she tried her babysitting dating. business didn't work out. <laughs> That's the next one she's going to try. <laughs> A nannying service. Yeah. Casey Anthony, super nanny. <laughs> you know, she'd probably be a little less lonely if her fucking kid was still alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking hey, Jesus. Zaslav at at uh, eight, at Max now is looking for some reality television for the during the writer strike. Yeah, Casey Anthony, Super Nanny, pretty good HGTV show. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's not bad. Everybody locks up their Xanax and their swimming pools from the network that brought you Teen Mom, <laughs> two, three, and four. 
Oh, if anybody comes up with Casey Anthony Super Nanny, I want residuals because that is my idea. <laughs> she tried dating, but none of the guys stick around. People hate her and she knows it. One of the few friends, her few friends says. Wow. The people who know Anthony say she's struggling to cope with the fact that she is still ostracized and she's living in increasing isolation. Casey has a pathological need to be the center of attention, says former co-worker Greg Shorey. She always has. Um, she really should come on a podcast. She should be a regular guest on this show. I mean, none of the guys that she dates sticks around. It's a, it's a shame. It wow. is a shame. What does it say about you if one of your only friends says everybody hates her and she knows it? <laughs> yeah. That's really sad. Uh, but I, you know, I would, I, I think I would feel a little worse for her if she didn't uh, kill her own baby. Isn't it weird that I feel bad for this woman? <laughs> I feel really bad. I don't. I don't feel bad for her. I joke. I joke. <laughs> no, I get it. She's a monster, and she'd probably be rotting in a prison cell. I understand, but like, I don't know. There's a part of there's a devil's advocate part of me that feels bad for people that are publicly shamed. She had well, her chance. Also, Go ahead, Nick. Go ahead. Fifteen years have gone by. She's a different person now, to a degree. Yeah, but can something like that ever be forgiven? That's really the question. Probably not. She yeah, had but. her chance, though, to to kind of take responsibility for it in this last interview documentary she did. You know, she she could have owned up to it and went, "Yeah, you know, I fucked up. I I can't be punished for it. I ha I am being punished for it, but not." She should have just owned up to something. But instead, she deflects, and, and you can tell she's still lying. You can tell that she, it, what her story is is not the truth. None of the evidence that were presented at the case supports anything she says. But yet, she just won't own up to it. If she'd just own up to it, maybe people would be like, mm, yeah, you did make a huge fucking mistake as a kid. But I maybe there's a road to... To redemption. I have another think idea a road for a reality show. <laughs> okay. Okay. What's your reality show idea for her? <laughs> it's called Finding the Real Killers. <laughs> Hosted and, by OJ Simpson. And OJ and Casey Anthony embark on a mission together <laughs> to find who really did it. Oh my God. And it's the same person. That's the oh, big twist. Wouldn't, wouldn't that be? <laughs> Wouldn't that be a third act surprise? <laughs> Hillary Clinton is found guilty. <laughs> Wouldn't be, that be a hell of a mid-season finale? <laughs> yeah, maybe, you know, Rob, you kind of hit the nail on the head when you say she is being punished for it. I think maybe, like, I don't know, like, publicly being known as a kid killer is kind of the worst thing that a person can ever go through. Right. And honestly, if you feel bad for her, she still got it good. She's getting punished, but at least she isn't being shanked in a prison cell like she would be. Right. She has a right. much better life by skirting a murder charge. <laughs> I know. I don't disagree with that, but she'd I, be dead. If she was in a jail cell right now, she'd be dead. Oh, I don't buy that. I, I don't believe that. People hate people in prison. If you abuse kids. Yes. Yeah. That you're, is you're, one of the biggest things. Target. Yeah. Here's the thing, though. You're talking about a psychopath that can sweet talk almost anybody and absolutely did sweet talk her whole in, entire attorney team. I mean, yeah, she's got friends. The people in 
prison are also psychopaths. Right. I, I just think that you underestimate her level of manipulation. I think yeah. you underestimate how powerful a shank to the ribs is. <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Something about, like, public shaming. Like, public shaming is the worst thing that can happen to a person. So, like, you know, it's all... I, I don't know. Like, I get it. She should be in prison. Justice was not served. I get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. In our humble opinions. In our humble opinion. I don't, like, I don't know. I even feel bad. Like, I have a hard time watching the, the To Catch a Predator shows. And it, like, pedophilia to me is, like, the most horrifying. Like, that to me is worse than a murderer. Like, that to me is the worst crime you can do to it. That is the most evil. There's no more evil than that. I have a hard time watching someone get caught doing a crime. Like, I don't feel a sense of like, yeah, get them. Like, I, I'd be awful, like, in the Coliseum days. I, I I don't do well with public shaming. There's something about that that kind of disturbs me because a part of me thinks like, yeah, like, there is redemption. Like, someone shouldn't be defined by their worst traits or whatever. Right. Maybe pedophiles should be. I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking um, maybe pedophiles and child murderers. I don't, no, I don't feel that way. I, I don't I don't revel in like perp walks. Like perp walks to me right. like shame. Shame. Yeah, that it, exactly. Shame. When that happened to Cersei, I felt so bad for her. <laughs> and she's a monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah. do well with I know public what you mean. shaming. I know what yeah. you mean. Yeah. It's uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I I don't feel bad for her. I personally don't feel bad for Casey Anthony. She got lucky. I don't either. She got lucky by a horrible prosecuting team. <laughs> not presenting Marcia a... Marsha Clark's protege. <laughs> yes. Not presenting a very good case at all even though they had a slam dunk i think that the prosecution team thought they had such a slam dunk that they didn't put the time and effort into it that they thought they needed to because they're like well fuck it everything's gonna speak for itself or or they didn't put their best people on it because they wanted them in other cases and they're like oh we'll just give this to the that could be too that could be too I don't know. It, um, it's it, it it's hard to believe that was 15 years ago because I feel like I was hot and heavy into two cents radio then. <laughs> you weren't, but it was definitely a staple of RFF slash the Robin Trevor show. Yeah, that's day. true. That's true. Uh, well, you know, we wish her well. <laughs> Could we get Nancy Grace and Casey Anthony on our show? <laughs> a debate? Mono y mono? <laughs> Can you fucking imagine? <laughs> oh, I'd love to be the ones to pull that off. Daily shows, everybody. What's Daily Nancy shows. Grace doing these days? You know, I don't know. I think, isn't she on one of the Fox business? Is she? Oh, uh, maybe. I don't know. Wasn't she on? She was on, uh, what was that network? HLN? Yes. She was like... The star, she was the Tucker Carlson of HLN back in the day. Tot mom. Now I put that network on and it's right next to all the news stations, but they don't have any news. Well, yeah, I don't think they do news anymore. But it's called Headline News. It's just it's HLN. Just files. It's not, it's like Turner Classic Movies, isn't T, is it Turner Classic well, I Movies? Think anyway. they social movies. ACM is not American Movie Classics. It's the best is true TV. Ugh. Not reality, actuality. Yeah. And it's just uh, Operation Repo or whatever. Isn't that uh, 
old Spike TV, they owe me a shit ton of money. They do. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> we don't talk about Spike TV. <laughs> why? Wait, why do they owe you money? Uh, they ran an advertising campaign back on my message boards uh, back in the day. Like it was a, like an all summer. It just took over the message boards, basically. It drove people insane. And they never fucking paid me. Never fucking paid. Did you allow them to do this? What do you mean? What do you mean? I'm very confused. How did they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. they contacted me. They ha- I ran all the ads. And why didn't you request money up front? They were gonna pay per view. It was like a pay per view. So it, however many hits it got is how what much were I was they advertising. I don't remember. I just remember an awful yellow. This was not Joe Schmo days because we're no, no, this was some show that never took off. Okay, and so they were like, we'll run the ads. We're going to pay per. I don't even know what it was per thousand uh, views and uh, send us the bill. Great. So I ran all of that. I ran all the reports. I had a I had a third party reporting system recording all of the ad hits and sent them. They had access to that throughout. They were logging in and watching the views and, you know, they were happy with how the campaign was going. And then it came time. The campaign ended. We sent the bill and never heard from him again. Do you remember how much it was? It was like four grand. It was like forty four hundred (laughs) bucks. Fucking Spike TV. Yeah. Should have sued their asses. Yeah. <laughs> you should have. I should have. I they should have paid. Yeah. As soon as yeah. I mean, I could have taken them to small claims. You probably yeah, should have. Yeah. Probably could have got more. Yeah. <laughs> Max of 5,000. Go in front of Judge Judy. <laughs> yeah. At the very least. <laughs> Reality Fan Forum versus Spike yeah. TV coming up next on I Judge mean, that, Judy. That was that would have been a, a, a block. <laughs> Judge Judy case, all I'll tell you the that right sound now. bites you'd have right now. All the sound <laughs> bites. Judge Judy cursing you out on the stand. That would have been the best. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I I don't remember what show it was even for. I just remember a yellow fucking advertisement, and it was so ugly. So ugly. We should uh, see if uh, Spike TV wants to advertise in our Discord, huh? <laughs> oh, not bad. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. How do they join our Discord? They go to the description in this podcast. Oh, okay. There's a link right there. What? Yeah. That's Get crazy. Send us some what ifs. We're doing a what if show this oh, week. Oh, yeah. We're, and we got to do country music game this week. That's right. Mm. And, and what I like to Three dollar oh, level. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just. Uh, yeah, we got a lot coming up this week. We do. Daily shows. They're a hit every year. Love them. So join our Discord. I don't know how you get it in the, the link in the description. I don't know how that works. It's not my department. Uh, Yeah, it's it's there. Okay. Well, good. Oh, there's the music, finally. <laughs> uh, Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow for our Wednesday show. Two great show. days so far. Yeah. We're crushing it. Echo-free pods. Yeah. Can't complain a bit. Perfect. I got to figure out why I lost the first 15 minutes of the show, but that's Nico's problem. (laughs) He's going to have to pull it back up. (laughs) Uh, We'll figure it out. Yeah. Anyway, what else? (laughs) We'll see see you tomorrow on Hump Day. Hump Day.
Have some tacos tonight for Two Cents Taco Tuesday. You do that. That sounds like a good idea. I'm I'm up for a good Indian taco. Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday. All right. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here tomorrow. tomorrow.